From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, August 22nd. I'm Marco Werman. The United States has eased sanctions on Iran to allow Americans to send aid to earthquake victims, but U.S. banks are still reluctant. One of them actually suggested to us that it's better that you find a person, give him the cash, and have him fly to Iran. We'll hear the details, and later the controversy over Canada's new $100 bill. Why is there such contention around a face on the back of a bill that happens to not look distinctly white? Plus, Uganda scores a win at the Little League World Series and Turbinology from Britain. PRI's The World is made possible in part by Medtronic employees, proudly supporting the work of United Way. United Way helps build pathways out of poverty by mobilizing the caring power of communities around the world, focusing on education, health, and basic needs. Learn how to help at unitedway.org. And by PBS Learning Media, providing accessible, on-demand educational content to teachers nationwide. More information online at pbslearningmedia.org. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. For years, the United States has been ratcheting up economic sanctions on Iran and its leaders. The sanctions are a key component of American efforts to force Iran to halt its controversial nuclear program. Well, this week, the United States temporarily eased those sanctions on Iran in order to allow the flow of relief funds to the country. Northern Iran was hit by two deadly earthquakes a couple of weeks ago, but U.S. sanctions made it difficult for American relief groups to help. Now the U.S. Treasury says the non-governmental groups will be allowed to transfer up to $300,000 in quake aid to Iran over the next 45 days. National Iranian-American Council President Trita Parsi says that's the right thing to do. But in an editorial in the Huffington Post, he says there are other obstacles that could prevent the aid from getting to the quake victims. Trita, what obstacles do you mean? Well, the main obstacle that remains is the fact that the financial sanctions and the stigma that the U.S. government has created around banks dealing with Iran has led to a situation in which most banks actually simply have cut all tides with Iranian banks. It doesn't really matter if it's permissible or not. It's not worth the risk from their perspective to engage in any such transactions. As a result, Whereas this is now permissible for them to send money to Iran, many organizations already contacted me this morning and saying they're having difficulty finding banks that would agree to do it. We called 15 banks last week before this decision, but uh, focusing on whether they would agree to transfer money to Iran under other pre-existing exemptions. 12 out of 15 banks told us no, flat out. Two of them told us that there would be so many difficulties that the intended recipient in Iran would never receive the money anyways. And one of them actually suggested to us that it's better that you find a person, give him the cash and have him fly to Iran. Mm. So what consequences will this entail for uh, NGOs that want to bring money to uh, these quake victims? The most likely consequence is that this decision by President Obama, which was certainly a right decision, a good decision, may be rendered inconsequential 
because banks are not doing it. Mm. Now, we're hoping, talking to the banks, making sure that they agree to do this because it is legal. They're not going to be faced with any negative consequences for it. And if they agree to do it and they expedite it and make sure all of those things are done, then I think we will see the American people's generosity be able to flow to earthquake victims in Iran. If this offer is good for the next 45 days, what would be the risks to any of those banks? Well, the problem is that it's costly for them to make an assessment on a case-by-case basis as to whether this transaction is legitimate or if there could potentially be any problems with it. As a result, they've just decided to just stop all transactions because it's cheaper that way and they have no risk because if by mistake they do something that is not permissible, they would be faced with significant fines. And as a result, it's just easier for them to say, we're not just going to do it at all, period. So these uh, double quakes hit a couple of weeks ago in northern Iran. What do your sources on the ground tell you about how humanitarian help is being distributed right now? Uh, It's been very difficult. The Iranian government itself is under very severe criticism as a result of slow reaction, imprecise reaction, as well as a refusal to accept help from the outside over the first couple of days. And already, you know, mindful of the fact that there's a situation in